Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rockley Podcast. I'm your host, Lazira, and I'm joined by Wabs. How's it going, Wabs? Yo, what's up? How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Uh, we actually have things to get into. You we know, do. like, th- there are times I need, like, you know, oh, what are we going to talk about? It's like, no, there's, like, so much to talk about. And then, as the backup, you know, we have producer Tim with, like, we have 50 questions. His million questions, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's like, you know... And I think I did say like in a previous episode or two that uh, we go through them and then we didn't. So that's a, I mean, that's, that's maybe a good sign. It's like these questions uh-huh. I'm sure will be relevant. I'm sure he hasn't been asking like very timely questions. I'm sure they're all a lot of general. Uh, I don't general think questions. they've been time sensitive from the ones that I remember. Not so. that I care. Um, so. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, we'll so make fun of him even, for asking If it's even funnier, it's like, oh, you asked yeah. this? This is like four months ago where I've been yeah. asking you this. No, this yeah. would be great. <laughs> uh yeah i hope everyone's enjoying it no um we have to go right into esports right unless there's something else you want to talk about beforehand i think esports is pretty clearly the most important thing coming up right now or that we have to talk about yeah do you have like any like other news kind of wacky wacky news stories um coming up um hmm. i don't think so actually not that i can Um, think of the only thing i can say that's kind of what's the word uh Oh, I guess I guess there is some things we can. Okay, I'm literally looking here. I just I just happen to find some stories, so uh, okay. I'll tell you the stories in two seconds. Uh, before I go into those, uh, I guess for us, um, literally there is probably a tournament today at 7:30 Eastern on our Twitch channel. I'll link the Twitch channel in the show description. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I'm saying today it's because by the time you listen to it, it'll probably be Thursday. So it's yes, Thursday so, yes. the seventh. Uh, there you go. So if you if you catch it, you catch it. I do have uh, a new story. Oh, okay. You hit me with your news story. Go. It's the Rocket League birthday. That's it's the news that's in the Discord. Like, how old is Rocket League now? Uh, is it six years old? I think it was 2016 with 2015 being the beta. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get free credits, whole bunch of experience, some drops, some golden eggs, lots of cool stuff. These are challenges that I actually want to bring up. Plus, it's Rocket League's birthday, so we can always celebrate. What it. kind of challenges are there? uh mm-hmm. just the normal like weekly or i guess event challenges uh, but they it seems like yeah. yeah and now they're giving more from them pretty much there yeah. you go yeah um okay there are there is news actually esports related that we do have to talk about Ooh, uh, okay. the first is our friend flow state has joined space station as a mental coach. <gasps> oh i love that we know two mental coaches. We know both of the mental coaches. I mean, it's of. gonna be. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we should have actually. That'd be good. I okay. I'm already. I'm just throwing this. You know, as as the proverbial saying goes, into the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, flow state and and the the prof. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's, let's have them on. Let's have them. Hey, let's let's have no. Let's do that. You know that thing where they get like two celebrities to interview each other, but they don't have the host. They just have the questions. <gasps> So we should do that with them. We should just give... I mean, this is perfect, because I'm trying to think of four shows, by the way, for the time <laughs> I'm gone. So this could be one of them. If we can get Flow State and Prof to have a show, and we'll just throw some questions, but also say, literally talk about whatever you want. These yeah. are just guiding, guidance questions. That that might be a, a thing that we do. 
We'll uh, see if they're down for it. We're uh, no problem. Literally no yeah. promises. They can say no right away. On air. <laughs> we're we're just throwing it out and and you know maybe it hits them. Uh, I mean, we both had them on the show individually, so it'd be more likely that we could get them in individually. But if I was like, yo, let's figure this out. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that could happen. Yeah. Uh, so congrats to Flow State. We're saying, there you go. Congrats to Flow State on becoming a mental coach for Space Station Gaming. Yeah. Um, another thing here, this is like right before the tournament too, right? So I guess when we t- when we talk about the... Um, I wonder how much of a fact or how much impact he's actually talking right before land. I mean, imagine he's already talking to players, but uh mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about that when we talk about the actual tournament the other big thing was the team envy became optic gaming so mysteries yes. and illusion uh became optic gaming mm-hmm. turbo pulse is still a substitute and Ian the is coach. still the manager coach yes turbo at least on the main stage was uh in a coach position rather than a substitute he's the coach uh but he was probably just giving good vibes as much actually uh, no which is kind of the job of a coach on stage i'm not gonna yeah lie. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I i that's the thing like turbo knows this game inside out though so i'm sure he could say some things he um, can definitely still that sure. that's yeah. probably a good sign because yeah. if if there was some kind of and maybe Turbo Post is just like, you know, just accepting the fact that he's kind of that part of his career now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Maybe. He, he's, he's, maybe, maybe. But I mean, maybe, maybe it's the fact that they're still pretty much on good terms, right? Like, I would mm-hmm. not put someone there I'm not, you know, happy with. <laughs> like, to yeah. be <laughs> on stage with the players if, like, there's strife and there's strife happening. So, uh, yeah, there yeah. you go. I, I just I, think it's still like the illusions kind of back in the, in the mix as well, right? We talked yeah. About that. No, I really like um, the illusion being there because, like, he's just cracked straight up. Like, he's insane. Um, but I also really am happy to see Turbo specifically being a coach because um, this is kind of, like, exactly what I've been hoping for for him for probably, like, two years now. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, he's, he was always, like, he's a just, really good He's player, just been... But... He's literally what he is is, like, magical dust. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just... It just it's, it's not something that that is better or worse it's just something you can keep sprinkling and it just kind of seems to keep working you know what I mean? it like just that's, keeps working yeah it just keeps working um <laughs> <laughs> and he always gives that presence of just like the good presence to to help everyone else on the field make everyone happy so like alleviate nerves like doing all of the things that um i would hope from somebody that's on stage with yeah. the people especially on land yeah and yeah. i so yeah we're gonna get into land in here but um yeah. i think what we won't do um Sorry, what is a summer series? It's a completely separate thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what we won't do, I don't think, is is preview uh, the, Worlds uh, yet. Yeah. I think we have plenty of time. Uh, what is the Worlds happening? It's a month now? Worlds is happening in 29 days. It's in a month, and then... But we don't really have anything between then, right? So that's kind of wild in that sense. I don't think so. There's nothing that I'm really aware of except for like just some small one-off things. Nothing that's going to be um, changing points or we'll probably have some of the wild card would be my guess. Yeah. Um, but like my, my point is the player, like the teams are going to have to be practicing. Um, yes. The word like themselves. It won't yeah. be like big tournaments, which I think is actually good before worlds. It just makes sense. Yeah, for sure. For sure um but yeah there you go mm-hmm. so um a lot to look forward to and we'll see how it plays out um uh, yeah i want to want oh god i'm gonna do it i'm gonna mention my my amazing joke um about the optic or nv2 optic thing um it being the same organization just a rebranding really just means that this is a whole change about optics so optic is just getting now only be optic 
Um, I don't know if it's the entire organization, but it's an optical change. Like it's a change for just perspective being like, okay, no, we're optic now. We're not envy. So is team envy just disappearing then? I, from rocket league. I don't know if that's universal. Like, but I imagine like if it is all owned by team optic, like a team optic is kind of the brand, like the, you know, the call of duty brand, right? Yeah, I think so. So I'm not sure. Yeah, it's something I guess we can keep an eye on. Uh, but yeah, yeah we're gonna, we're gonna knock. We can maybe I think maybe we'll mention who's qualified, but I don't want to do any predictions or any talking about the team. Mm-hmm. I'm not that. And, uh, just just because I know we have some time, uh, so we can preview a little closer to the actual tournament. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, this tournament. I mean, I was ready to have some great names. Oh my goodness, Liquipedia is hitting me with ads as I'm trying to talk. Uh, so, Get your ad block. Yeah, why do I not have ad block? Guys? Oh, you, I know why. It's because Google Chrome updated and it's all weird now. Um, no. but, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're like trying to force you to be in, have a profile. It's kind of annoying. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. My first thing when I was, you know, before like results or whatever, I, I watched the finals, right? I was ready to, to get ready to be like, Mina greater than EU and NA, you know, that was that was a title, like, because it was about time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was probably the biggest story of this whole thing was Team Falcons, obviously Ocala's team, right? I think that's the most famous player from there. Um, but before we kind of get into, oh, V1 did extremely well. I actually didn't manage V1 did that. do extremely well. Yeah, I didn't manage to catch much of the V1 games, so uh, I, I won't be able to talk too much. But uh, yeah, I am Moisty Sports, and uh, I caught a couple of the other ones, but um okay yeah what are the uh, i guess the the things that we should talk about the the teams that didn't make it past the first rounds right what are the teams that we should talk about here let's go biggest thing to talk about in my opinion bds is on a nine game losing streak in uh, majors <laughs> so on the main stage they are on a nine game losing streak they have only won one in the last two one set in the last two um and it was again in that reverse sweep against uh pioneers for the winter so that's a lot. <laughs> I'll just say that. That's a lot of uh, losses from the team that's supposed to be and, you know, shows up, especially in the online. Uh, yeah. And, and like, terms. obviously, like, that's the thing with BDS, right? It's like they're going to be in the finals. Like, there's no denying that, right? Mm-hmm. They are going to be because of the results, especially in the first season. Um, but it's, it's, it is, they are kind of showing the worst fear of this format. Yes where the team that does really well early but is just not the same team by the end right um you would think that that's fair but i don't even think it is that because they're still showing up so much in the online tournaments in the eu specifics mm -hmm. um or at least like you know they were there's no future things to look at um but they i'm just gonna look at it real quick i'm pretty sure that they were top top um in regional one two and three Mm-hmm. Um, they were first in one and two, and first three, they were second. Um, and then in both the both of the uh, majors that I guess sandwiched or bookended the that that one one two um, performance, they lost nine games in a row. So clearly, just on land, they're not the same team. Yes, effectively. And I think and we, that we is thought a, that wasn't the, the case. Yeah, when we thought that wasn't the case, like after their first the first major result, right this year. Uh, yeah, because um, they beat uh, uh, energy, right? But um, yeah, no, now it feels like very much they're in, they're falling down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that end, and I like 
the only thing that is interesting about this, I guess, to say, right, is that this team, if they do well at Worlds, like that would be a great story, right? Them, them it would kind of failing in the majors and then doing really well at Worlds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, those mental coaches are now being picked up, so I... <laughs> BDS might need one. <laughs> they might need one. They might be the team yeah. that needs it the most, actually. I might argue. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and I mean, they also had the the switch, right? Uh, which which we haven't talked about, right? Yeah. So when they had that result, they had the three players they had consistently the previous year, right? And then they switched out one of the players and here they are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I also think bad that switch. I think so. Actually, it we'll find out. I think the I, world's really is the thing that decides it, uh, whether or not it is, because like I said, even with that switch, they were still one, one, two in their own region. Um, like in no, 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 with the switch, right? But but where I'm saying for specifically land, right? Clearly, and, right? That that's it. Like, is it just land? The two it makes a pattern, but doesn't make a, um, a trend. Yes, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? What we're saying is that is likely enough, right? We're not saying that it's the case, right? We're saying mm-hmm. that it's likely enough that yeah. Yeah, I I am confident saying at this point, even before the world, and I mean, considering what I said about G two winning land, uh, Landon, <laughs> um, I'm already kind of, you know, I've I've been pretty good at some recent like like relatively like with predictions. I think I'm like pretty close, right? But G two, uh, which we'll talk about in a second, uh, not the case this time. Yeah, um, case. But but uh, no no let, let me let me finish talking about uh, BDS, BDS here. Um, is I'm pretty confident saying that this was a bad trade, right? At this point in the, mm-hmm. in the season. Right. I think objectively in Rocket League, most trades are good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most trades are lateral. Like they tend to be lateral or better. Mm-hmm. Um, usually a team has to like die down before they kind of start disappearing from results. Like yeah. trades don't really affect it. It's like it's just a natural thing over time. Um, but yeah, this is this is where it's affected. Uh, yeah, I think the next big story kind of coming out of this is G2. Um, would yeah. you like to take this away? <laughs> Um, As I start typing out the topics for today, so I have them ready once we post the show. <laughs> so I actually didn't catch. I think I caught one of the G two games. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the upper upper quarters uh, against Carmine, and I honestly don't really remember anything from them. <laughs> As and I say that for a reason because G two is usually a, a team that like, especially in the NA stuff, coming in off like such a hot streak, being number one in NA. Um, pretty clearly, I think most people would agree. Um, and then in upper quarters, they or they they beat Gladiators, expected whatever. But upper quarters, they lose to Carmen Core. It's a close best of five. They make it to game five. I think it was the first. Um, no, it wasn't the first series to go to five in the entire weekend, but it was the second game to go to five in the in the weekend, and then immediately lose to Liquid. Um, in their first round of losers. Sorry, and can I just say, like, Liquid's wild right now because this is a Liquid team is insane. relative unknowns. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I like. I'm sure maybe the EU scenes are like, oh, you don't know, you guys. I'm like, I mean, the fact that they have a Polish manager and a Polish player, I actually really know them. Uh, so my new favorite team, Team Liquid. Uh, there you go. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, the manager. Sorry, I'm just looking at the manager. Like Team Liquid's manager is like uh, is like name is just his first name is kind of funny um tim would be proud uh but but uh no like uh it seems it seems like this team is is definitely stepping up to the plate when it comes to um like getting some results right but yet once again you know even with these results 
Uh, hold on. Well, they're they're playing like incredibly well. Um, yeah, they, even with these results, though, right? They're not. We're not going to see them in worlds. Yes, right? which is the the you know one honestly one of the saddest things. Um, I don't know if they ever had a chance to make it. Well, it's, it's, it's that the thing, and, but it's, I mean, like, listen, from a, from a competitive perspective, from like having the best teams, objectively, it's not going to be the best teams, right? Because I think yeah. results in Rocket League matter just so much more than other games, right? And I, I, like, you don't think of this in like other World Cups, and maybe that's the nature that just, there's just less games played, right? Like mm-hmm. if they only had, you know, let's just say they only played like four teams between now, you know, for a whole year, right? They only played four teams from the other regions, so you can really get a good grasp of, or like, that's the other thing because it's like a world cup but it's really like a league cup mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah so it's 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 kind of uh it's going off the results that you had in your your own region that allows you to get into the worlds and i think yes. with that format um what just naturally happens is you can see the decline of a team right when in other mm-hmm. world cup qualifiers i think especially when it's like countries right um you don't really get a sense of how good or bad someone is because you only see them play like i sorry i'm just i'm just using soccer right now right um i've literally like you see the teams play like maybe like six times over the course of a year right so it's really hard to be like oh they qualified but they don't deserve it right Mm -hmm. it's like no they they qualified by essentially having a single round knockout but it's just (laughs) different i guess in rock league right where are the idea behind this right is the people who are more consistent over a longer period of time should qualify um, but if you're the best at the beginning and then really, really bad, you'll still qualify, right? So, um, as long as you have enough, yeah. As long as you have enough, and and, and, you know, and to be fair to the teams that are qualifying like this, it's like, well, it is a full year lead up. Yes. It's not the most recent tournament. So even though lands the most recent tournament, um, this is the one that people are going to care about the most, right? Obviously, it has the greatest prize pool, right? First place is getting six hundred thousand US. Mm-hmm. Second place is getting four hundred thousand US. Third and fourth are getting two hundred thousand, right? Like this is a gigantic prize pool. Yeah. Um, two million US, right? I I don't think we have we seen that. Um, no, I don't. Have we even seen a million? The, was the last year's one million? No, I'm saying. I mean, maybe because everything was online, right? I think that might be a reason. But it kind of feels like they are like this is the big tournament. This is it. Yeah. And and to be fair, we haven't seen a world championship, right? Like a real world championship True. in land format with like a whole stage and everything in in two or three years, right? Mm-hmm. So um, this is. Uh, there's a reason the prize pool is so high. Um, yeah. And I think I think it's just a statement, right? That Rocket League is a tier. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's a statement that, that Psyonix and, and you know Epic is trying to make, right? Like, this is a tournament to stay. There's money to be made. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think that's great. Okay, I, I kind of got sidetracked. G2 did not do well, no. um, and <laughs> which is what I was trying to transition to. Um, however, I'm not, I'm not as, like... Maybe because G2's more recent results have been so consistent, right? Um, part of me feels like with a month to go, I'm not as worried about this. Does that make sense? Yeah, like that's I, fair. As I might be. Like, I'm, I think Team BDS is probably going to do way worse than 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 uh, G2 is going to. Um, I would. I think that's a fair guess to to make at this point. <laughs> both these teams get eliminated. In, in <laughs> Round one, they're both gone. Uh, I'm not making that prediction yet. I'll I'll have to think when we get closer what my predictions, what my thoughts are, right? But this this is where it gets very much more guessy, right? 
Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, those are for two sure. teams that you thought would do better. They just did it. Okay. Um, what I'll say about yeah. G2 again is kind of going back on my previous statement where like, you know, they didn't really show up. I'm trying to remember the, the weekend. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. But they did lose to Carmine Court, who was honestly looking amazing. Like mm-hmm. they they were genuinely looking like one of the best teams. Carmichael um, was one of the best teams of the tournaments, objectively. Like yes. bar none. Like they yeah. were one of the best teams in this tournament. There's no yeah. denying that, right? And like they actually almost beat uh, V1 and genuinely could have made it to finals. Um, they were. <laughs> it was unfortunate that they lost, but uh, it was a very very close series. I think throughout, and they pretty much could have taken it at any at any point. Um, and if they did that, then they go into face Falcons. They might have taken the ending. Like it, it Carmine Corps was one of the top, uh, mm-hmm. let's say three or three to five. Um, getting fifth there makes sense. And Would then, you say they're overperforming, or this is their natural progression? Uh, as a Carmine Corps fan, I don't think they're overperforming. Or okay, um, I'm, I'm just trying to think of what I'm going to write for them because I'm adding them to the top of the list here. Uh, Carmine Corps. I think does um, what Wabs expected them to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, it's it's kind of all down to Nolly. Um, I will, I think, say that pretty happily. Uh, mm-hmm. Nolly was playing incredibly well and did pretty much everything that I think he, he need to needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, some mistakes. That, that's kind of a whole thing of the tournament mistakes. Um, <laughs> there were so many just generally made, and it was very. I think people are playing worse because this was what was this the biggest crowd they had? Yeah, uh, this was the first crowd. Was it? no second crowd. No, no, no. Um, they had the five thousand. Yeah, in, in, I, it yeah. definitely was the biggest crowd, and I think for most of these teams, it was also the first. I um, think, which is it's kind of interesting, right? Is mm-hmm. this to them? It might actually be a good, like this is the first tournament that looked like you know RLCS six worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Or like you know what I mean? Like it. It's, it's a lot of teams. This might be a good trial run. Yeah. Uh, that are going to go in worlds and be like, oh, no, I'm surrounded. I'm literally, the, the arena surrounds me, right? Yeah. I'm literally in the middle of all these people yelling and screaming. So, yeah. And there's like no escape. It's just the circle. There are fans in every direction. There's like, oh. <laughs> another thing to think about. It's like literally the sheer amount of people can affect you. But I, I think what we're seeing all those mistakes is like mm-hmm. literally this is the effect. This is like mm-hmm. even. Even the last LAN was a little different, right? It was more of a stage setup. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of 2011 StarCraft. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but this one was very, or like a like a like a DreamHack would usually set up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but this one was very much no. This is the typical RLCS setup. We're in the mm-hmm. middle. You know, it's yep. a YouTube concert um, where they put the <laughs> put put the put the band in the middle. So that it's the center stage, it. as in like yeah. the actual center of center the center stage. Yeah. And so Carmen Core is doing well, and then the other teams yeah. are just not right. Um, yeah. I think this will be this will definitely be interesting as it goes forward. But yes, mm-hmm. but any any other things you want to say about Carmen Core here? Um, but Carmine Core, eh, not not necessarily. G2, about G two then. <laughs> yes, about G two. Going back, the other team that they lost to was Liquid, who was also going on an absolute tear, and um, in the championship, easily, honestly, could have beaten <laughs> Moist Esports. Um, it, it was incredibly close to that one again, and beating Moist when they, you know, ended up taking the whole thing and were going on their own absolute tear. Um, like G2 had a very unlucky round. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. say that. Um, 
given it's, it's like essentially it's one best of five against some of these teams right it's it's definitely yeah. very uh tough yeah this was not that there's any excuses but like a lot of, there's a lot of three twos in the results here uh on the on day two and on yes <laughs> what would you say Hold on. after day one there are a lot of one. yes yes there's a lot of three o's <laughs> three o's win the cake but other than that there's a lot of close ones yeah yeah, there, yeah. yeah. it was a very very close tournament overall um everybody was just yeah okay yeah. i have i have another i have a set of teams that i want to talk about now and mm-hmm. we're gonna kind of run our way into the final series you ready let's do it um so the other teams i want to talk about furia um yep. beating face clan beating optic Mm-hmm. Um, but losing to Carmen Core twice, like Furia, <laughs> Furia essentially only lost to another team that was really hot. But uh, they definitely represent the region quite well. Yeah, Furia did incredibly well. Um, Brazil, and South America SA. is popping up. I mean, this is another thing about international tournaments, right? It's mm-hmm. like these teams are actually getting to play against these other teams now. They know what their competition is like a little more. It's not. Yep. I haven't seen you in two years, and I've been playing against people in my region. It's like, no, now now these teams are also getting to that level. Um, I also just want to point out that um, Furia was one game away from making the top five. One, two, three. Yep. Four, top yep. four, uh, four different regions. <laughs> yep. Like they made top five. Crazy. But have been insane. One game from the top four of the last land before the the uh, worlds being four different regions being represented which is actually perfect which is actually how it should be right yeah. if you have a strong ecosystem that's how it should kind of be shaping up yeah um this and i think you know another big thing that landon is showing is that this was the first time that every region so south america eu na mina right mm-hmm. that and oc to be honest and oc um mm-hmm. Who, who do we have OC here? That uh, Pioneers of Power. Okay, they're not kind of defining my point, which I'm sure. trying to make, is that they're all competitive to win these tournaments. Okay. <laughs> OC apparently, uh, at least from this result, did not get... Like, if you were to tell me that SA, South America would be like feeling as, as, stronger, as a stronger region than OC like a while ago, I don't think I'd agree with you, but I think that's just the case now. You know what I mean? That's and fair. I think... I think that has to do a little more with my bias, right? Or mm-hmm. what I've been following or not following over the last two years. But yeah, um, yeah I just think I just think South America is right in it. Fury is right in it, um, and I think mm-hmm. I think that's very exciting for the whole of the worlds. On OCE, a little bit of defense here. Um, KCP played incredibly well. Um, they were very clear. They lost matched. to the, the second place team in the tournament. So. <laughs> yes, uh, they lost to the first place team in the tournament, um, and they were matched. Oh, sorry, for, yeah, the first place. My, 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 my. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for all of those games, um, I, I genuinely think that they were very clearly matched, um, and I'm pretty sure the overtime goals were just kind of like slightly random, whatever, whatever goals. Um, they might have been good. I might be remembering a different series, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, happens. Um, but no, it, yeah, it was... I, there's nothing to hang your hat on. Like, I, I think no, they did fine. It's just they lost to teams that, yeah. that were like in this tournament better mm-hmm. than them. And, and not just like better than them, like better than everyone else. So. Yes. And also keep in mind as a secondary thing, they had already uh, done pretty much the most they could have asked for in making it to um, the 
number one seed, I think it was, mm-hmm. or no, be- beating power, making the two seed um, for OCE, which puts them into spots for the wild card. Like that was pretty much the most that they really could have asked for because and they got it. And they got it. So they they made it two worlds, pretty much. Like that that was and what like, they uh, we, were trying to We talked for. to obviously we talked to Prof about this, right? And it's just like they're such a young team that mm-hmm. this result already is so insane. Like imagine this exactly. team in a year if they can keep their form, right? Yeah. Like they're gonna be scary, scary. So yeah, yeah I nothing nothing to be ashamed of. Uh great results there. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying they uh, may have had yeah. slightly less to be fighting for than Moist. Um, even though they were obviously still trying to, to win, there was still that number. The main goal was uh, accomplished by that by that point already. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, continuing on here. Uh, yep. The other team I want to talk about was Space Station real quick because we, mm-hmm. we, we had Space Station, uh, obviously our friend uh, Flow State, um, mm-hmm. joining them. Um, and the thing that I wanted to, I guess, uh, talk about is that Space Station, like, it's it's kind of hard to tell how much of an effect, I mean, this is a thing where it could be, like, after Worlds that this actually, get, you know, he actually gets his claws on them, shall we say. But mm-hmm. um, uh, I think I think they did quite well mm-hmm. um, for themselves in this tournament, obviously losing... <laughs> You know, in a best one, seven, going to game seven <laughs> twice uh, yeah. to the one two is is not bad at all. So they are doing quite well for themselves. I'm sure they would have been happier with a top three finish here, mm-hmm. uh, but you can only do so much. And obviously, Worlds is going to be so much more important because uh, yeah. the prize pool absolutely makes this one look tiny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I think getting like eighth is like more than get it here let, let me actually let me let me get this correct so i'm not i'm not i'm not uh, talking my butt here getting yeah f- yeah fifth to eighth place right so getting to quarters in worlds is more than winning this tournament so wow that's, and that's kind of i think i think it's on purpose i they kind of want that feeling to be there that worlds is so much more important for sure um mm-hmm. like first place is changing money you know what i mean yeah um, it is for like the first place is changing money for someone not an org obviously with an org there's probably a split there that could be kind of you know but even still i'm sure it is uh, like changing money yeah <laughs> that's like i can keep doing this for two three you know five years some yeah. like first place five I, I guess if it's perfectly split i mean okay 200 grand depends how far i can go but i can go very far <laughs> yeah um and you know that 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 i think i think we forget about this but like there is a feeling with Rocket League that it's kind of like, you know, go and get your money and then, you know, move on to whatever else you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just having one of, you know, whoever wins this is, is already so far out. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's all I want to talk about Space Station. They did quite well. They probably won't be happy with it, but they did quite well, I think. Um, yeah. and They would have preferred to win these best of sevens. <laughs> yes. And hope they, uh, you know, aren't necessarily happy with it. A la our previous episode. Or was it two episodes ago? Uh, that we talked about. Yeah. Um, not being content with where you're at, but... Yes. Yeah. Yep. Well, especially... I mean, okay. And especially as a professional. Like, we talked about it in like, a casual sense. Yeah. Uh, this is especially in a, like... A Even more so. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, you, you kind of actually have to throw everything else away. You kind of uh-huh. have to uh-huh. want to win. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Okay. So that's Space Station. 
so that's my well. decision. We have, we have, thank you. Thank you for mm -hmm. uh, keeping the flow going. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Um, the, uh, yeah, the last, last thing I want to talk about, and then we'll just talk about the finals, uh, the final mm -hmm. two teams in the finals together. Um, but version one kind of becoming slowly, like I feel like the NA representative. Um, um yeah. I don't even you... know if it's, yeah, I, I would actually accept that. Um, and is I it, think... it's just because NRG didn't have the results to make LAN right here? Am I am I going crazy? They didn't have the re results to make LAN. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's just it. Because <laughs> uh, I would say most people but... would think G2 as the number one. Yes, with yes you're right, you're right. Version one probably being their main. But I mean, clearly they did not perform here, right? And most recent results is going to matter at Worlds, I think. So mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. going into Worlds, you're going to think V1 is the NA representative. I just think that's, that's kind of it. I, I think that's probably fair. Um, as always, Torment still at it. Torment <laughs> still at it. Like their V one's playing incredibly well. Like they they are looking to be the representative for a reason. Um, but for that, I guess statement phase is still phase. They're still like yeah, the guardians of third. Yeah, so that's, that's a weird thing about NA. I think NA is super interesting because they haven't been as dominant uh, yeah. in some ways, where all the teams are like. Because you could just see any of these random teams, just you know, any of them popping up. You know, phase running worlds, right? Mm -hmm. Would not surprise me. <laughs> they just like, oh, they had a good tournament. <laughs> I think it would surprise me, but not. Would, in, okay, like, okay, you're right, you're right, right. I, would I, be I retract. Like, wow, everything they, I they made it past third. <laughs> <laughs> they made it past. Yeah, them going second was surprising. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but then you also have Space Station, who like is so tournament dependent, but I think might actually thrive off crowd really well which you know isn't a surprise you have rettles arsenal i don't know how daniel works but um rettles and arsenal for sure are very crowd based um so i'm not surprised to see that they might actually fully live off and like thrive in uh, that crowd setting so they could have very easily a first or very very good showing just by being on land um and always they've had that you know, pop off potential. Did they get a good mm -hmm. tournament? Oh, then they're top two. Did they have a bad tournament? And eh, they're like eighth. Um, but V1 and G2 are consistently those like genuinely strongest uh, teams, at least for the past little bit since energy fell off. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's fair. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think I'll continue. I'm, I'm just trying to keep like, we're, yep. we're kind of we're kind of already. Uh, it's time to move on. Uh, we're, we're, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to prep and preface the the world's discussion. Yes. Keep these That's things true. in mind. We're not we going to do today. But yeah, we're not doing it. We want a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> V1, best NA team. That's what I'm going to call it. All right. Um, All right. <laughs> it's just a subtitle. Okay. A bit. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the last two is the finals. Um, they're mm -hmm. incredible stories, I think, on both ends, right? Either of these teams winning were big stories. Mm -hmm. um, Moist Esports with probably the most insane uh, lower bracket run I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> just, I mean, <laughs> Yeah. It's, they did the thing that they couldn't do in the last major. So, <laughs> um, remember, because in the last major, they literally, right, as the cheese. Am, am I going crazy now? I don't think so. I th I'm pretty sure this did happen. I'm going to um, double check. But yes, continue going. <laughs> please double check. They, they I are am the checking, don't team, worry. Right? They are the cheese team. I'm, I'm not going crazy. No, yeah, they're okay, so for sure. Okay, so, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they, they had a lower bracket run where they lost in the finals to G2, right? Uh, um, yes. in the last in the last land so um they pretty much were able to do what they didn't do before bracket reset um the game the falcon 
uh, Moisty Spirit Final was great. Uh, I watched the first set of it. I didn't. I didn't actually. Uh, I had to go to when the second one was happening, but I managed to catch the first best of seven, and it was like back and forth all the way. Um, and mm-hmm. it, it gets so interesting when you're that far in the tournament because you have the teams that are still like willing to like do risky, and then some teams get like super defensive, like sitting in their own net kind of stuff, and you're like, oh my goodness, the nerves are getting to them. Um, but yeah, that was a really good series, and it kind of felt like either team could win it. Um, I, I I'm kind of feeling like I'm just looking at the results of the second after the bracket reset. Um, many games went to overtime, so it's not like it was as drastic, right? Mm-hmm. Like one goal uh one goal differences for games two and three but it seems like falcons just just didn't have enough to finish it i will mm-hmm. say though from falcons i mean ever since what was that tournament that was literally put on just to make ocala look good uh ever since that <laughs> tournament there's been like a feeling that like no like these players can actually compete and they can and i think mm-hmm. just objectively all these ones insane players are just here um and it's just added a nice wrinkle to everything yeah um so yeah, I don't know if you want to add anything. And Ahmad did it amazingly as well. Sorry, scoring a lot of the goals. Um, Ocala, we just I, I just because he's like to me the best ones player in the world, right? Sure. I always yeah. kind of have him in the pedestal, but like now I actually get to learn about the other players when I see them in these tournaments. Yeah, um, I do want to make a call out for, or I guess a shout out to TRK. I think he played absolutely incredibly well this entire tournament. Um, I would say that he was probably the best player on the team, and might be the mvp for like the entire way through um like ahmed and okalad are both playing incredibly well they're doing what they're doing but trk showed up so much for the entire weekend um i didn't see the final day so mm. i'm gonna put that out there but um i was in toronto doing things uh <laughs> but for every other game that i did see um trk was really the deciding factor and the difference maker in pretty much um every single play every single game um incredibly incredibly well um what i do want to say about falcons and i think this is the one thing that i did want to say originally is game one of their first round first game Mm. um i think they came in they were facing liquid they came in and it was um a very different team from what Mm. we would have seen the entire rest of the uh, tournament i think uh, there was a weird thing going on where they came into this. Maybe they just thought that they were still better than everybody else, getting used to or being used to and content with uh, playing in Mina against teams that might not be as much of a competition. I'm not sure, um, but they it was such a different game. They were just trying to play fast and getting beat. They were trying to do things. Maybe it was warm up. Maybe it was that like having uh, been settled down and not having to worry about it, and then being like, oh wait, no, these teams are good. Um, that being said, game two, there's so much of a difference because, and it's not in the way that like, oh, Falcons is the fastest team. Falcons is the best team. They, they just won because they're faster. Um, mm. it wasn't that it was entirely that they, their fifties were better. Um, mm. they were just, you know, that classic fairy. It, it's quote? the great, yeah. You, you know, you, I'm going to be honest. You see Ocala sometimes or, uh, some of these players and it's mm-hmm. like, they do a 50 and you're like, like your brain doesn't compute it. I'm like, why'd you let them win the 50, right? Because you think they won the 50. It's like, no, they actually slowed down like a split second before mm-hmm. just to redirect it 
as a pass to his to their own team yeah. or keep possession right or yeah. or you know i think it's the acknowledgement of knowing when to 50 to like put pressure or when to 50 to keep control and when to 50 mm-hmm. to, like it's one of those things where and then you're also like i think as well as the highest level you're playing games right am i going full speed hitting the ball or am i slowing down half a second before so mm-hmm. now you have to slow down to match me right mm-hmm. but that's a hard thing to read in the middle of a game and you yeah. just keep it's almost like feints right it's like you keep doing like alternate patterns so they don't start predicting you yeah um so yeah and i think the uh the craziest thing about it is that all of the 50s were exactly where they needed them to go and they would pass off of them they would just they were literally just better um i think in the phase series uh the falcons versus phase there was one game where trk just had the ball and it, it, he was uh, leaving his own net, took a dribble. I think he brought it up to the wall, got a 50 as he was bringing it to the wall, kept control, got a 50 as he brought it to the next one, got a 50 again, and then got a fourth. I'm pretty sure I'm the guy that was rotated back and won every single one of them just to bring and it I, to the other side. And that's <laughs> the difference. It's like, it's this, and I think it's, it happens from like playing with a pilot, right? Mm. I, I just think these are, this is a team where it feels like no matter what they do, um, there's a sense of control when they play, which is very different because it's not, yeah. it's not quite team strategy, if that makes sense. Like but it is so much. Because... It, it is, it is. But like, let me explain it this way, right? It's like I think some teams they might have certain set plays that you like they get used to over tempo over mm. time. Um, but it's it feels a little more like control for the sake of control, right? They're using mm-hmm. these fifties to keep possession of the ball. And they're not necessarily rushing to get a goal, right? Not at all. And I, th- mm-hmm. and I think, I think that is the difference in, in like the feel of the game for them. It's that yeah. they, they will, they will prioritize feeling like they have control of the game, and that feeling kind of sinks into the opposing team, right? Mm-hmm. And the opposing team can't get baited into it because then they keep losing more fifty because it becomes more predictable because they start trying to force things, right? Mm-hmm. It's this willingness to not force things that I think is really uh, why they're kind of. Yeah, why why their games feel very different almost like it's yeah. almost there's no urgency they're down one nothing and there's almost no urgency and you're like what's going on right mm-hmm. and it's because they wait for the opening patiently and they don't try to force things that aren't there yeah um, and i think that can work sometimes i think when it doesn't work is when they start getting overwhelmed right um these this strategy is great when you're up right i think <laughs> i think you really see it do well when you're ahead Right, the more ahead you are, the easier it is to play this kind of game, right? Yeah, for sure. It's really hard to do when you're behind because you kind of have to start forcing things at some point if you're behind, or else you just won't score, right? So it's it's one of those weird things. It's like you kind of need when you're like tied or ahead, you can very much be someone who's just like, okay, like we're doing this strategy, and everyone can be concentrating and doing this. Mm-hmm. When you're behind, you know, people are going to start crack because they're like, okay, no, I need to start jumping on opportunities more. So mm-hmm. it's definitely interesting in that sense. It is. It is. I think an extra thing that makes us like that you actually brought up that makes us so, I guess, like annoying to play against or so impossible to play against probably um, is that they will just stay on your side of the field and then <laughs> half of the time not take a shot on a sh- on a net that you think is like relatively open. It, it's just... the closest thing we can have to Tiki Taka, right? Like it, yeah. it's it's but it's instead it's interesting because instead of making passes, right? Because everyone thinks of that, right? can we can we keep possession by making like 10 passes in a row right like that's mm-hmm. the idea people keep thinking and it's like just objectively in how quick this game moves it's not possible right but can we do a bunch of 50s that that kind of keep ending up with us having the ball 
yeah. in a zone in an area that we want yes yeah. we can and that's kind of how they play yeah exactly and it, it's it, it's incredible I, so what i wanted to say specifically i guess going back to the start is that game one of team liquids versus falcon that was not what they were doing even remotely um game two pretty much to the last game that they played uh they were <laughs> and that literally is probably uh, i think land nerves that's my guess yes yeah, they they probably were all out of it they I mean, still managed to win so what, what can what yeah. can you say but i i think i think the reality is is from what you're telling me is if they played how they played it with team liquid they probably wouldn't have done as well against uh you know space station or v1 or I, if they're playing like they were against team liquid game one i think they lose um probably against power because but, then you start because then you start and it, you know this is the thing right you you start um what's the word you start going into oh let's just play super fast you know what i mean because yeah. there's teams that want that there's teams that want just chaos and who can play <laughs> faster and just just don't think too much just hit right yeah um and i think when you get trapped in that there's teams that are just better than falcon at that right so mm-hmm. i think it's great i mean you have a kyle on your team i think it's great that the team's kind of meshing yeah. in that mold so there you go yeah but Love great tournament team. overall mm-hmm. definitely recommend the finals um and a couple of other other of these best of sevens uh but yeah lots lots of them every every single <laughs> semi-final uh and lower quarter uh went to game seven so there you go and yeah. the upper bracket final went to game seven and the yeah obviously oh my god okay final first round yeah final thing i want to say on this entire tournament is that i think the teams realized that the uh the format or at least the streaming format was weird so they were like you know what let's just rush through day one because we have to play 16 games on stream and nobody wants to do that <laughs> so we're gonna 3-0 sweep every single game day two <laughs> we can start playing a little bit more get get some uh, game, game fives but you know there's still like eight best of fives that have to be played so we're we're not gonna do too much Wait, was it 12 they made uh, every day kind of consistent time and take longer it was great they, they knew it they knew what was happening and we're like okay now we have time on the on day three we can do some best of sevens go to go to game seven now <laughs> i think amazing. they knew i think they knew amazing okay <laughs> Um, we will now get into some of producer Tim's questions, uh, to finish off the show today. Nice. Um, we should at least get through one, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's, that's a requirement here. No, uh, I hope, I hope everyone enjoyed that. Yeah. A little less like, I mean, I think, I think with a lot of the general rock league talk that we had some content creator talk last week, I think, I think we've definitely covered that for a bit. So good to get into esports now. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, Speaking of it, Tim's question is kind of related. If RLCS was to return to previously format league play, do you think we would see more competitive games given the teams will have a week to prepare for single best of seven against just one team? What would be the positive and negatives for the viewer in this hypothetical scenario? Um, okay. Mm-hmm. I think from a competitive perspective, mm-hmm. it'd be tougher and it'd be less predictable in a good way. It'd be less predictable because both the teams would be kind of analyzing and trying to predict how someone would adjust to not only to them, but compared to how they played the last week. Right. Um, And I think what this allows is for specific mind games and specific strategy setup for every single series. Right. Hmm. Um, Trying to adjust how certain teams play and then trying to use their weaknesses against them. So I think. And I think, and this is the biggest thing for me, if, if they brought this back, and I think for a viewer, it'd be good because you could focus on one thing. But on top of that, it'd be so good because every game would feel more special. Mm. You actually can analyze every single setup of a game 
and and say, okay, this is how they did last week against that team. How are they going to do this week? What's going into this game, right? It could actually be a build to each game. Because now there is no build. The build happens over the course of the tournament. Yeah. Um, but like, I just feel like every tournament's a blob. You know, like I almost feel like when we dissect the tournament afterward, we actually find the stories from there. But they they don't appear naturally in the tournament. You don't have a week to set up, prepare graphics, you know, prepare prepare some intro. Like it's like, oh no, this happened literally two hours ago. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and here we are, and we're to the finals. You know, there's no build. There's no kind of build in that hype sense. So. I, I just think a once a week is just so much better. And I, I think, you know, to compare it to StarCraft, uh, if I may, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think there was always players who performed better in, like, weekend tournaments, which I think essentially what we do in Rocket League, right? Week yep. long or weekend tournaments, whatever have you. Um, and then there was players who did better in GSL format, which was two weeks prepared for every match. Um, sometimes you'd have to play three or four, but you still have two weeks and you know what three players you're playing against, or you'd literally know what one player you're playing against. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think there are strengths to certain players and teams depending on that, right? I think your staff would matter a lot more if it's yeah. once a week. Um, I think in tournament formats, it matters a lot less because I don't care how good you are. You can't predict which teams are making it through necessarily. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, you can't prepare for all those teams, right? So yeah. you're just trying to play the best you can, which is a great way to do it, right? But it's just, there's no in like targeting. There's no individualized kind of analysis. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I think I like how this is, um, especially and specifically for the finals as they are. Because... Um, and what I mean by this, I, I, yeah, actually, I, I would argue that I do like that there's kind of three major tournaments and there's like a land thing and then it builds into the worlds. I actually don't mm-hmm. mind that because that is simple enough to follow, yeah, right. Um, and you get storylines from that, I'll say. That. I think you could get rid of regionals or make them more league play, maybe, maybe that would be my suggestion. That's fair. Um, yeah. but I, I think like even inter tournament, like just though the one, like within the one tournament Mm -hmm. i think i really enjoy how it is um as opposed to doing full league play because it actually gives an advantage and but what i meant by the finals is it gives an advantage to the um the upper bracket team um the upper bracket final plays and then that the loser of that goes to losers bracket finals and then they play and then the winner of that goes to to grand finals right Mm -hmm. so what happens is the team that wins upper bracket actually has time to prep for the hour or so between lose or within that losers bracket game. You can watch the teams, uh, you can see how they're playing, prepare for each, start to expect which team you have to play against, and start to be like, all right, these are our strategies, these are what what's going on. Um, and then you also have little bits of warm up, little bits of, you know, you have a whole hour pretty much of discussion to figure out what it's, you're going to you do. You know what's interesting though. Like, from a performance perspective, I don't think spending the whole time studying is actually the way to do it. It's definitely not. I'm talking about like, the I think, coach. I th- <laughs> Maybe the coach, right? But, like, mm-hmm. I think you can't feed your people too much. So, like, as a coach, you'd have to give them, like, one or two things yeah. to, like, focus on. Because mm-hmm. I think if you feed them information for the hour when they are already three days into a tournament, you're just you're just making their mind more tired. And yeah. I think they're just going to perform worse. So, it's, it's definitely interesting in that aspect. That is fair. I guess you also have that thing of, like, marathon versus um, sprinters yeah true, true right you're, you're seeing who's the best consistently over you know 
multiple days um, for playing for an entire day, pretty much every single day, um, as opposed to playing, you know, an hour uh, per week. Yeah, plan. Yeah, planners, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they you don't you but like in theory, you'd have a perfect warm up, whatever your perfect warm up is, and your coaches mm-hmm. would have you know ample time to come up with a strategy. So, like, mm-hmm. I think I think it makes it a little. You know, in some ways, it probably makes it. It allows for other factors, almost, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because I think in tournaments, the longer it goes, the more the consistent teams will just do better. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's endurance thing, but it's like you know the skill will rise to the top. I think in general, I think that's what we see. That's why we see patterns that are quite clear. That's why you don't really see a team that like. Very rarely do we see a team that that it's so drastic right it's a more gradual drop off it's a more gradual mm-hmm. rise because i think what the le- the way that it's done it's like you can see teams that are becoming more consistent over time um naturally just hit another level mm-hmm. but we're not you don't really see a team go like way up and then way down way up and way down like i just think it's less happy just because you're playing so many games and so many yeah. different teams so it's it's less about this it's more about your own individual team improving and cohesion Mm-hmm. um so i guess yeah i think i think the reason i find that the opposite format interesting as a viewer is because it allows it allows this another layer of strategy on top of the thing that's happening yeah um but it would probably result in a lot more upsets right it wouldn't result um in necessarily the best teams winning so i, I mean i guess that's the thing to think about mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting um i'm wondering how much availability of um counter strategy i guess there is in rocket league um at least with like current thing there is i think i think picking on players weaknesses is probably the more more appropriate thing that's um i think you can probably find a player that tends to when the game's going like this do this thing right Mm -hmm. um or maybe there's a team that will double commit in certain situations and if you can find a pattern there when you see those situations, you'll you'll essentially be like you'll essentially for the week, right? Tell your players, okay, against this team, they're double commit on this play, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they tend to do this. Like this is a thing that they've done for the last two weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just shoot the ball, even if you don't think it's a good shot. Just shoot the ball in these situations, right? Yeah. yeah, like stuff like that, right? Like I think I think it's 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 really picking on the worst player, <laughs> but I think Rocket League is that game. Rocket yeah. is the game where there, if there's one player who's clearly missing a shot or clearly not playing as well or out of position a lot more, you have to pick on them. And that's probably what the strategy would feel more like. I can like, see that. I can see that. I, and this is one that, I mean, I don't know if players have time when they're in the game to like actually see who has the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, this is a terrible analogy, but you know, when I, when I play with someone who's clearly a Smurf, mm-hmm. uh, I will play very differently against that player then i play against the rest of this team yeah in that i won't get, i won't give him space so if i know that player is coming up like i'll literally read it <laughs> they'll be like okay i can't i can't not go i need to like go and stop him from ever, even starting whatever he's doing yeah um but then if i know if player's not playing as well i might give him space and be like yeah i'll just save this no problem then control it so, mm-hmm. um and it's not actually that hard to keep track of who is on the ball specifically i guess over time it'd be very easy right like i think yeah. you naturally just 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 know yeah and um, your team is yeah. also making call-outs of who's going on and who's doing what. And like it, it's, it's there, especially if you have good communication. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I guess like, like there's pros and cons to all of these. I, 
I think this format's a lot better than last year's format. So yep, I really enjoy I'll this format. Damage. Um, yep. outside of having so many games on day one, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I just think people just don't watch as much day one. That's fair. That's fair. You'll it's that it's a thing where not knowing when your team is playing, right? I think it's another thing about a single thing is like if mm. I have a week to prepare, I can literally just sit down for the team that I want to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, while in this format, you kind of tune in and you hope your team's on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That's a very fair point. It, it would uh, it would do what. Which one was it? It wasn't the grid. It was, I guess, the split format mm-hmm. um, where everybody just like had their own team streams and you could just go and watch that, which yeah. like garners the uh, the motivation of the fans and the fan base. And it's like, hey, we're, we're very clearly biased towards this team. We're not going to pretend. Um, so come here to cheer for that team. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, question answered. <laughs> <laughs> um i think i think that might be a good way to end it actually uh i think i think that's a good one we got uh we covered landon we had a pretty we had a great question for tim um i think i think it's some int- i think i think sometimes when we talk about league versus non-league i don't have new things to say but i felt like i got to some new things i hadn't thought about so that was good no i like um, that um then, can i say uh, one thing yes. to finish us off um okay. it actually goes back to a previous question of tim's i'm pretty sure Uh, (laughs) and i was thinking about it during the while i was watching the uh the tournament um it's something that might be a a hot take or something that i would want to see in Mm. rlcs um that i'm not sure many people would want but i would love to have it and you know we'll we'll see what what the fans say um what i want very very badly is basically a radio broadcast of Mm. rocket league um still have the stream going on but just one person doing the soccer uh commentator where it's like okay this guy has the ball passes it over to this 50 goes there i I think the game's too fast i think it's possible um if you're like really just not saying anything and it's like all right illusion has the ball passes to miss go blah 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 like saying nothing about it not even really saying who's winning not like no real emotion to it um just just tell me the things so that i can go and do something else while i'm listening and being like oh the 50 happened let me go back and watch that to see how that uh, went into the net like i don't know if it would work um but i do want it <laughs> there you go yeah um that's my hot yeah. take <laughs> yeah, there you go there's there's your take yep all right uh i think with that we'll end the show thank you so much wabs for being on it's been a while since we've done like a pure rocket league show mm-hmm. um we have to still figure out uh a rob and kyle show in the next yep. two weeks as well yep. as what i'm gonna do for the weeks that i'm not here mm-hmm. um but so lots of things um your homework though should you choose to accept it um is to cook your own meal there you go nice all right don't go out go cook your own meal find you know what make it interesting find something that you've always wanted to try or just literally google like some recipes and mm-hmm. uh, cook it there you go yeah i like that uh i like to thank all our patrons for supporting us so much um there will be a patreon change coming in august um i'll have more details on that once i'm back mm-hmm. in august mm-hmm. um but a uh, special shout out to the roll call tier patrons of awesomeness sea of the base uh paint old miss clorox Raz, and space bear y'all are awesome and uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy our shows. And if you want to help our show grow, just ask someone. Or no, tell people. Don't ask someone. <laughs> ask someone, do you play Rocket League? And then if they answer yes, you can tell them more about our podcast there. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. Have a good one. And uh, we shall see you next week. Oh, bye-bye. Bye-bye.